Welcome back to Slow County Public Policy and the Law. This is your host, Stu Jenkins. We're here talking with senior investigative reporter Karen Veely of CalCoast News uh, about the processes uh, that she uses to investigate and bring out news programs for all of you. Um, on uh, just, just the other day, on May 23rd, uh, you had a really in-depth story about an inmate Here's the headline, inmate released early from Slow County Jail, comma, arrested the same day. Um, and the gentleman, uh, they've got a picture here of a gentleman, and the name under it is James Dellis. Is that a, a picture from the jail? And that is a picture uh, from the jail. Um, and this is a lot longer story. How this one came out was Sam Blakesley had contacted me four months ago and said that he was burglarized and then robbed or attempted robbery. And I looked at doing the story and I think the Tribune even beat me to the original part, but they made a comment in their story that this man had only been arrested once before for smoking marijuana. That wasn't the case. So I did a a number of records requests for documents regarding this man and found that he had a unbelievably lengthy criminal record. I'll give you an example. Between 2013 and 2016, he was in Slow County, and I think he was um, arrested more than a dozen times. This man is um, a prolific, prolific um, criminal. He's only 29 years old. So so what he did is... Well, and what happened here? He originally, the original story was he went over to Blakesley and Blakesley and took a bunch of documents. This is a financial company, and their records are going out with a criminal. He also took... Did he, did he break into the building? Yes. And I have a video on the site on CalCoast News. This man used tools to get in that vehicle or in the building in about the same time I can put a key in and turn it. I was amazed at how fast he is. And as I recall, uh, in the earlier story, he also stole Mr. Blakesley's, uh, or was accused of stealing Mr. Blakesley's uh, electric bike and and a laptop. I think it was his his watch and a laptop. They were Blakesley was able to track them, and he tried to get the police department involved. And they said, you know, these are now low priority for us. We don't have time right now. So he started tracking the man himself, and he found him in front of a store, and he was watching him, and he decided to take a phone after he pulled his iPad out of his shopping cart. Uh, after the uh, the suspect pulled Blakesley's yes. iPad out of the suspect's shopping cart. <laughs> the suspect saw Blakesley take a picture of him and ran over and tried to strong arm Blakesley's phone from him. That was the attempted robbery. According to Sam, the man was so high that at 67, Sam had no trouble stopping him. So then the man goes to jail and he pleads no contest to attempted robbery, burglary, and grand theft. They asked the judge. They said, this man has an extensive criminal record, seven states. This was the DA asking the judge this? Yes. And it was Barry the Barber, please give him the max sentence and put him in prison, not jail. Instead, the judge gave him 270 days in jail. um, 
and he served, I think, about half that, and he got out on May 18th. So then what happened on May 18th? He, went, he got out. He went over to Smart and Final on Johnson Avenue in San Luis Obispo, went over to the liquor cabinet and grabbed what he wanted and walked out. Um, he was arrested later that day, not for the theft, but for drunken public. He was put in jail on the 18th, the evening of the 18th. He was out on the 19th. He went back to Smart and Final, stole alcohol again. And then on the 20th, he went back to Smart and Final, and three employees tried to get him not to come in the store. They said, you're not welcome here. The manager, a female, stood in front of the liquor cabinet and said no. He threw her and assaulted the woman and grabbed a 750 um, ml milliliter. milliliter bottle of rum and walked out the door. If only they were gallons and half gallons, we could understand that. <laughs> uh, so, so this is, it ended up, um, they caught him, and I was told there was like a third of the bottle left when they caught him, and then they put him in jail again, uh, this time for um, uh, robbery, because here's the thing. If he had walked in and just grabbed a bottle, it would be a citation. But because he physically assaulted the assistant manager of the store, he has now got a felony charge of robbery. Well, you're, you're in journalism. You've been studying things for a long time. Are there public policies, uh, um, statutes uh, passed by the legislature, or, or initiatives that the public has adopted that you think has contributed to this kind of uh, circular door uh, activity by a guy like this yes absolutely and i can't think of the name of the two initiatives i actually voted for them i thought they were going to be great better to keep people i i felt like there was some problems with people being overcharged but what has happened is where it used to be um burglary when you went into a store and grabbed something it's not even theft anymore it is unless you take over nine hundred dollars it is now a citation. They don't even arrest you. And this has become a, a, just a rounding door for people to go in and out. The other issue is it doesn't appear that judges are going after people for crimes as they used to. This man's on probation. Even on probation, he didn't even get the full sentence. And I want to give you just, I, I did some checking. I did some records requests. In January 2022, a judge sentenced Dallas to 60 days in county jail in Sacramento, gave him a light sentence. He spent 30 and was out. He then went down to San Bernardino, where he was arrested for vandalism, assaulting a police officer, and resisting arrest. Then he came down here and did this with Blakesley. Um, and now he is charged again. But this man literally has dozens and dozens of arrests at 29 years old he just repeatedly goes in but the bigger issue is here is the impact on the retail environment they're having to raise prices in stores it's harder for people to pay their bills well, and it's, it's hurting it's, the economy and more importantly when you have uh, folks who are working at uh, in a grocery store we all, we all know that's not the highest paid uh, job in the world. And if you've got to risk your life to be behind a, a check outstand, uh, 
that's going to cause you to think about whether you want to move on to a different kind of job, and that's going to affect all of us. Well, thank you. That's uh, that's a real important story. Um, and I don't know how much time we have left here. Uh, just a few more minutes. I, I want to talk a little bit about last week. Last week we uh, had a really good program. We had two reporters from the San Luis Obispo County Tribune, uh, Stephanie Zappelli and John Lynch, and they talked about many of the stories that they're putting out. And they also talked about the processes that they use in order to uh, get information from public officials. I, I thought I was heartened to see that and hear from them how they were investigating behind the scenes on some stories. But the other thing that we have coming up next week, we're going to have representatives from the Builders Exchange of San Luis Obispo County. These are folks who build things for us. And we're going to have two of the leaders, and they're going to talk about the changes in public policy that have been imposed by the state of California and how that's affecting the growth of housing and some of the resistance they're running into. And we're also going to have some very interesting people from Paso Robles where they've developed a partnership between the city of Paso Robles and a nonprofit in order to provide recreational opportunities in Paso Robles at the parks and at public facilities. And I'm really looking forward to that because I think it's a model that uh, some of the other communities may want to copy. Um, Finally, I'm going to have a little commentary here after our break because, you know, folks, it's really important that we support local journalism. Uh, Local journalists are the people who uncover things that you need to know so that your democratic republican form of government can flourish. So, welcome. Thanks for listening to Slow County Public Policy and the Law. We're here with Cal Coast News reporter uh, Karen Veely. Stay tuned. <laughs>